Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Good afternoon. This is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. How are you doing today? This week in the UK, the Institute for Fiscal Studies, not Fiscal Studies, the IFS, in a report, claims that 90% of workers are underfunding their retirement pension plans or you know, uh, schemes to, in order to retire comfortably. Uh, the Institute for Fiscal Studies is a, is a, is a body that uh, works with the government here, uh, and, and they are planning to put together a comprehensive review of pensions in the UK. Let's face it, things are in a mess at the moment. Uh, successive governments have messed up pensions, going back to Gordon Brown, who started taxing schemes, uh, changing the rules. Then we had Robert Maxwell, who ripped off the Daily Mirror pension fund, hundreds of millions, I think up to 500 million. He, he ripped out of the pension fund and gambled it, trying to save his own businesses, which were going under. Uh, and from then, the government started bringing in stricter rules on these defined benefit company pension schemes. I'll explain a bit more about that in a second. And they've just, since then, most companies have pulled out of that market and we're now into a different type of pension scheme, which is not as good as the old final salary defined pension schemes. And and now the, the market is so complicated that most people don't understand it. Most people say, oh, pensions, I can't be bothered. I'll just do a buy to let or something. So look, I know pensions can be a bit boring, but if you want to retire financially free, if you want to retire comfortably and not have to sit there wondering whether you're going to, to heat or eat, you know, then stick with me because I've got some help for you coming uh, because it is important. I don't care if you're young or old, you know, you, you've got to think about this, uh, especially if you're young and, and not funding your schemas, as most people are not, according to this this study. But the, the recent study revealed that 60% of middle earning private sector employees, mid, you know, middle of the range, 30, 40,000 private sector employees who are contributed to a pension are saving less than 8% of their earnings and nearly 90% of people in this bracket are saving less than the 15% of earnings recommended by Lord Turner's Pension Commission. So they're recommending that you should save 15% of your salary into the pension scheme in order to retire uh, comfortably. And this is if you're starting off with, say, 35, 40 years to go to retirement. So if you started off in your early 20s. You should be putting in 15% of your salary into your retirement pot, right? But 90% of people are not doing that. And these are middle earners. These are not the low earners, by the way. I mean, I think within, if you're looking at low earners, you know, you're, you're probably looking at a much higher percentage are not saving enough. Because obviously when you're on a low income, most of your money is going on your living costs and that sort of thing. So you've got less money to save. But it's still important to think about this. Now, the, the report has also highlighted this problem of um, that almost all of the savings is coming in, in a form. All the pension schemes now are what's called a defined contribution uh, scheme rather than a defined benefit pension scheme. And this means that 
with a defined contribution, your your eventual pension benefit will depend on how much money you've got in the pot and how much it's grown by according to the fund managers and the markets. With a defined benefit pension scheme or a final salary, your pension scheme is much more geared towards your a percentage of your final earnings. And at the moment, virtually all of the private uh, companies running pension schemes are not running defined benefit final salary schemes anymore. This goes back to what I was saying of all the government changes, uh, the new legislation, the new guarantees required, and the, the Robert Maxwell scandal. It is, if, you, if that name rings a bell, Robert Maxwell is the father of Ghislaine Maxwell, who's now in jail for acting as uh, Epstein's pimp in America. You know this scandal, G- Ghislaine Maxwell, that's Robert Maxwell's daughter. So these defined contribution schemes are what most people are putting their money into unless you work for the government civil service local authority nhs police mps fire service teachers they've all got defined uh, uh, benefit final salary schemes which are much more uh, beneficial and more guaranteed than the defined contribution okay i think i i've, I've explained that uh, I, I think i've explained this before as well So what they're saying is most people now are in these schemes where they're at risk of market changes. They're also exposed to uh, risks that might might be difficult to manage, like how much should they put in? How much should where should their funds be going? Which which funds should they be investing into within the pension scheme? So there's a lot of problems there. And they said they're warning people retiring with defined contribution pots face considerable difficulty in managing their finances through retirement um, and, and, and so on. Now, you, you, you might think, well, how much money do I need to retire? Well, look, if you've got a pot of, say, £100,000, how much pension do you think that's going to give you? Because what you do with that £100,000 generally is you put it into an annuity that gives you a guaranteed pension income for life. How much would £100,000 give you? Well, at current interest rates, which have gone up, of course, in the last year, you'd only get around four to five thousand pounds from that hundred thousand pound pot. Uh, and so, if you're this is if you're age sixty-five, a male, around four to five thousand uh, pounds. So that's not a lot. So if you think, you know, you'd need something like half a million pounds just to get twenty thousand a year out of that 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 pension scheme a million pounds would give you 40,000 a year from that pension scheme now most people are, are probably not going to save anywhere near a million pounds they'll be lucky if they get a few hundred thousand pounds together by saving you know eight percent of their salary but so you've got to think about this you should do something about this because if you're putting money into a pension scheme it's like free money because you're, you're not paying tax on that money so it comes off, off of your taxable income. You get tax relief on it. And in, a, in an employer situation, the, the employer is putting that, that contribution in there for you. So it's a must to do it. Now, if you're self-employed, then you're, you're not getting this employer uh, scheme. You're not getting any employer contribution, obviously. So you, you're rowing your own boat. Now, many self-employed people used to say to me when I was a financial advisor, don't worry, I've got my business. My business will be my pension. And when I retire, I will sell this business and retire comfortably to the Caribbean, living on an island. But it, it, it hardly ever works out. Unless your business is substantial and it's growing, and it's got legs and it's it's got uh, it's saleable without you being in the business, then f- forget about all that. It's not going to happen. You know, even if you've got a, a thriving business, you should be putting something aside, you know, like there's pots of money I've talked about. Some of your 
uh, money should be going into a savings pot or a pension pot to, to give you a comfortable retirement because you never know what your business is going to do for you in retirement. Many people we know have gone into uh, <clears throat> buy to lets. Of course, that's another area that people have gone into, but that still involves your risk, your work and, and so on. Now, the report also said that people uh, approaching retirement are facing a lot of problems because a lot of these defined uh, benefit schemes have been phased out now. People who are on them now tend to be the baby boomer age, but the younger people are not going to be in these type of schemes unless they work for the government. So they, we're going to see a lot of people living in poverty in retirement, low uh, uh, standards of living and dependent on benefits. Now, a lot of people will say, well, I'll, I'll let the government look after me. But if you've got savings, if you're in the middle, the government are not going to look after you. If you're really at the rock bottom, then yes, the government do give you that certain safety net. But the state pension now is only 10,000 a year. Ask yourself, can you live on 10,000 a year? You know, and 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 just to get 10,000 a year, you need a lot of money in your, your pension pot, right? You'd need something like 200,000 pounds in your pension pot just to give you uh, 10,000 a year. Um, so, and, and maybe a bit more, maybe something like a quarter of a million to give you 10,000 a year. Now you get the state pension, everyone was going to get that, but that's been pushed back. Uh, it's most people now retire and will have to wait till they're 67. It will eventually go to 68. The IFS recommends it should go to 70. So a lot of people are going to be working in retirement. That's fine if you're doing a, an office admin based job, but you know, if you're doing a physical job, if you're a roofer or you're a carpet layer or a bricklayer, maybe you just, you know, your hands are worn out, your body's worn out, your knees are worn out. You can't do this job until you're 65 and 70. You're not, not to the same standards as a younger person could. So look, what I want to give you is, is seven ways, seven steps to retire uh, financially free. Now, of course, this is when you hear these steps, you're going, oh, not those again. Don't tell me I have to do some work. Don't tell me I have to save don't tell me I have to sacrifice and wait a long time. Sorry if I can't give you some bullet, uh, silver bullet scheme that's going to just do it all for you now. Sorry if I can't give you a, a, a solution like put your money in this unknown crypto coin and this will go up by 10,000% in the next year. Sorry, I haven't got that. I'm going to give you the, the ways to do it like, you know, saving money, right? I'm, I have to tell you honestly, this is the way you're going to do it, right? And unless you're some brilliant Steve Jobs entrepreneur, Elon Musk. Yeah, then you don't have to worry. But most of us are not in that position. Look, seven tips for you. Right. Let's let's kick off with those. Right. First of all, is to start saving early. This is an obvious one. Every five years you wait to, to start saving into your pension means you'll probably have to double the amount you're putting in each month. So in other words, if you said I've got £100 a month to save now, this will give me X amount at retirement. If you wait five more years, you'd need to save £200,000 to get the same amount. If you imagine a graph and you're, you're, you've got this graph of between here and, and 65, and this is your, your target that you want to reach. Obviously, from a, a way back here, it's a smooth ride up, isn't it? It's just a, a steady climb, like you could ride a bike up there very easily. But the closer you get into it, and, and near to 65, you've got a steeper climb. That means you've got to save more. I hope that makes sense. I'll try and put it up in a graph, uh, but I hope that does make sense. Look, start saving early. You can use the tax advantage retirement accounts. Most countries have them to maximize your savings potential. If you get into the habit of it, if you get into forgetting about that money, it will work for you. 
Second is live below your means. Oh no, I have to live below my means. No, I don't want to do that. I like spending money. I like putting everything on my credit card. I like blowing my money. Let's forget about everything else. Retirement will come when I retire. You know, I don't have to worry about that. I'm only 25. Don't worry about it. No, sorry. If you want to retire early, you've got to live a, a, a modest lifestyle within your means at least. Avoid overspending on necessary items. Create a budget and stick to it. This is the sort of stuff I'm going through on my on my course, by the way, uh, my, my smart money course. But look, you've got to be realistic here. You know, don't rely on lottery tickets. You, you've got to really knuckle down here and start thinking about this. Number three is to invest wisely. This means not leaving your money in the bank or under the mattress, but invest in, a, in assets, really. This means putting your money into a diverse portfolio of stocks, bonds, uh, maybe property. Uh, but you've got to invest wisely into things that will, uh, within your risk profile, uh, give you give you the results you, you need. The stock market has grown. Uh, I mean, I mean it, it, it can go up or down. It can it can change at a whim. But it, over the last hundred years, the stock market has grown steadily, as has property as well. These are assets you're investing in. Now, you obviously need financial advice on this. See a financial advisor if you're not sure what to do. Max Number four is maximizing your, your income. Consider ways to increase your income. If you can't live within your means or below your means, increase the means, right? Incre look for ways to uh, maybe take a side job, have a side hustle, uh, maybe an online business. Talk to me if you're not sure about how to do that. So look for, for ways or, or just seek a higher paying job. Number five is to pay off debt, right? Get rid of that consumer debt, that credit card debt. This is an obvious no brainer. That sucks money out of your pocket. Number six is to plan for healthcare costs. Uh, th these can be expensive. You know, think about that. Think about times when you, you might not be so healthy. Maybe look at uh, saving for uh, you know, long-term care insurance, but, but do think about the health risks in your life. Number seven is to have a retirement plan. Develop a plan. I'm not talking about a policy now or a pension policy, but develop a plan as to how you're going to meet your goals and, and then review those goals regularly. I'd say also, I'd, I'd probably add to that is don't risk your money on foolish things, on foolish ventures, because uh, that can really set you back years. Um, you know, just, just be careful of how you invest your money. Um, if it looks too good to be true, it probably is. You know, just just invest wisely, I think. And, and, and I think another thing I would just add as an overall thing is to find the right partner in your life. Divorce and breakups of marriage can be very, very expensive. It can really set you back years, you know, it can really uh, losing your house and starting all over again, maybe in your 40s or 50s is, is not great news for you. OK, so look, millions of people have lost faith in the complex and, in, and so complicated muddled pension scheme, preferring to do their own thing by maybe putting it, their money into buy to lets. Uh, but the government are making that more difficult or they start to trade on stocks and day trade and that sort of some of these things have, have high risk, you know. But look, whilst this can work for you. Um, ignoring the pension, the benefits of having a pension scheme is is not a good idea. I know many successful business people that have, have retired comfortably, but they could have done a lot better if when they had the money, if they just put, you know, a few hundred pounds a month into a pension scheme and forgotten about it and just let it grow. <clears throat> so I wouldn't recommend doing that. So look, if you need any help with your money, I'm running, um, you know, we're living in challenging times, obviously, but, you know, you've got to keep going. You've got to keep on the positive side. And I want to show you how you can become financially free in your retirement. I want to 
show you how you can build wealth over time, not get rich quick schemes. But and I'm, I'm running a free training webinar. I'll put the details up in the link there. Uh, it will be on a Wednesday night, maybe not this Wednesday, the Wednesday after, depending on when you're looking at this. But I want to invite you to that for free. It'll be about an hour and I'll give you lots of good content on how you can implement some of the things we've talked about here and build real wealth for yourself. So thanks very much for listening. And I will speak to you again in the next video. This is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. Join me on that free webinar and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions.